Hey, do you feel that burn? No, it's not a political rally for Bernie Sanders. It's the mindful protest coming from inside your body asking you to switch from methylene chloride to something kinder on you and your employees. We take a deep dive into how eco-friendly strippers work from Miss B-17E herself, Valerie Lennon. She's bringing you new updates on their company and introduces you to the next big thing in pain-free stripping. She's got me convinced this is our next move. How about you? Get ready to level up your powder coater game. Welcome to the Powder Coder Podcast. I'm your co-host, Kim Scott. Uh, we are the voice of custom coding. And if you don't know by now, uh, we interview influencers, uh, talk about industry, and um, interview people that uh, have a stake in the game here so that you can uh, learn and grow your business. Uh, so I, I would like to introduce... Uh, uh, a repeat guest, um, actually show sponsor, and I'm happy to have her back because we have all new stuff to talk about. Uh, Miss Benko herself, Valerie Lennon. And uh, Valerie, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. So uh, Valerie, before we get going, um, I want to uh, just stop and, and do a little bit of housekeeping and just share with our listeners that um, we have met another milestone just this week. I have so much to um, be thankful for, grateful for, to have you guys uh, show your support in this way. But we actually just made 10 Patreon supporters this week. Um, I didn't even think we'd get one. <laughs> so uh, we have Aaron Zigbee from Powderworks, uh, Daniel Royer, he's new, uh, Chris Secor from Just, uh, Jester Cycle Powder Coating. Thank you, Chris. Here's your custom coder shout out. Uh, Carlos Baca, uh, Donnie Powell from Anchorage Custom Powder Coatings, Nate, Nate's Powder Coating, Kevin Umphreville from the Mobile Blaster. Um, and of course, our very own Reno King um, and Dale, uh, Reno, uh, Dale from Down Under. <laughs> He's always listening to the show. Uh, go check him out on episode 22. Very wonderful man. And um, it's a, a really interesting show if you want to learn how other coders are doing in other countries. Of course, Reno King was just featured on the show uh, a couple weeks ago. He's been on the show before and um, crossover pigments, tech and side hustles. I love that. Um, we are also doing a side hustle here for our powder coating industry just to kind of help with cash flow even more. Valerie, as you know, she came on um, episode nine last year. She was an early supporter of the show. So thank you, Valerie. We needed support back then, that's for sure. And your continuing support as well as a sponsor of the show. Now we're going to get into this e-product a little bit more and then share some other news that you have uh, regarding to, you know, your expansion in your business and what you're offering. So uh, 
so Valerie, what, um, tell us how you got into the business and, you know, like your background and, and everything like that, um, how you came to be working for B7 or for B17 and Benco. Benco. I came to Benco about 10 years ago. Um, when the company's best way and Benco merged, I came to Tennessee to, to run the business, to merge the businesses and to create a bigger, better brand. And we've been going very strong. Our products are phenomenal. Benny Bixman, the star, the, the founder of Benco 40 years ago was a phenomenal chemical engineer. And he still is, I still have access to him. I call Yoda every once in a while and ask him, <laughs> ask him particular questions. But um, since then, we've grown a lot. Our metal business has grown, our metal stripping business has grown enormously with B17. And as you know, most of our products have been methylene chloride based products throughout the years. And it has come over the last few years that there's um, a push against methylene chloride based products, which is disappointing in the fact that they're extremely effective. Your exposure to the chemical is minimal in comparison to being exposed to other chemicals that are not, that are more detrimental for you. And as long as you treat it properly and use your care and caution in your special protective gear, you do well with it. But there are larger, there's franchise operations, there's larger companies that uh, will not allow methylene chloride to be in their, in their realm. And we developed the B17E EcoStrip. And that is a product that is turning out to be even better than we had thought it was going to be. It, it needs to be heated to about 180 degrees and it works very effectively by submerging you know, it's typically wheel business, submerging your wheels in um, the stripper. Uh, it will strip in about an hour and some of the most stubborn coatings will strip in about three hours. And there are even some that are stubborn and all you have to do is turn your temp up to about 200. But with, in selling that product, we determined that it was important to come up with a heated tank because it's not easy to heat chemicals. You can't have direct heat. You wanna minimize your electrical outlet out, output and so many things. So I a fabulous fabricator that spent oh, a good six months coming up with prototypes, the perfect tank, and we've landed on a great tank. The basic standard tank fits four to six wheels, depending on their size. It's heavily insulated. And it's a huge cost savings uh, on the electrical. I know that there's some competitor tanks out there that are that draw a lot of power. And a couple of the, the converts, as I'd like to call them, have found that they save an enormous amount of in electricity because we work off of a 30 amp circuit, single phase. Um, and it's it's extremely effective. And because it's the tank is built so well and the insulation is so effective. Um, you only lose about 10 degrees over overnight if you turn it off. But because the heating element is submerged and it's an indirect heat, it has a thermostat on it. And you can set the thermostat and just let it go. So it just stays at a steady temp. Yeah. And um, people are finding it to be a lifesaver for them. They call it their team player and it's and it lasts a long time. You don't have any evaporation issues like you do with B17. As you know, B17, although it's extremely effective, if you're in really warm climates, and 
you will find that you lose some product. Although you can put a water seal on B17. I don't know if some people know that, but you have to have a large tank. Right. Um, because if your ratio to water, water to the, to the chemical is too great, then you're going to start losing some of your acids. Keeping that cap on and having that cap on is, is for us really important. I, I don't, Russ doesn't normally, like he's never complained about like evaporation and stuff. Um, uh, but I, I know he, you know, he's very mindful and makes sure that uh, when he's pulling something out that it completely tries to drip off. Um, we don't have anything overhanging. So I think that is really critical, especially some of these rims are so wide and so heavy, so big. That's primarily what we're stripping most of the time. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, you know, it's nice to have, you know, to have a tank that actually could be a lot bigger so that you could do some of the more, um, you know, outside of wheels, you could actually maybe put a chair or some kind of uh, right. other kind of part or piece in there. And um, yeah. And we will have actually, we are working on a tank right now for B17 people that'll have its own hoist system attached to it. So your exposure to the chemical is minimal. Yeah, most of them are just kind of either doing their, they're making their own hoist or right. whatever, but it, it would be nice to have something that specifically designed was this tank. If you go to, yes, if you go to Instagram, okay, there we go. You'll see the tank right there. Yeah. That is the EcoStrip tank. And oh, that is okay. That is the eco strip tank. You can see the heating element at the bottom. It's a it's indirect heat coming from the bottom. Mm -hmm. The rack is is set above that. There we are. And as you can see, there's some clasps that hold it down. We've got a seal right. that holds in the heat. Um, there is an electrical box on the outside with an emergency switch off, which you're with your thirty amp. Okay. The the top is an easy open. It has hinge uh, lift assist in it. And so it's very easy. I can open it one-handed. Right. And it's very easy to lift. And then inside is the rack. And there is a, a center point to um, hook. Oh, that's the rinse tank. Oh, that's different. Okay. No, that's the rinse. So in the center is the rack that uh, the center point to hold for a hoist to grab it and pull it out. And you can either pull it out you know, three fourths of the way and then lift the, the wheels out and put them on your rinse table. Some people don't want to move that or you can take the whole thing out and move it to a rinse table, depending on your hoist mechanism. Yeah. Now, a lot of people have their own hoists, um, but in the future, we're, we're developing some hoists that will attach to this and that you can have a boom that swings out and you can move your rack around. Yeah, this is cool too. What Now this is where, what is this? This is the drain. That's that's no, that's the heating element. Oh, that's uh, the heating, heating element. That's heating element. Okay. So you unscrew the front of that and you can set your thermostat. Okay. So when you when you get it, you you fill it to um you put your wheels in it, fill the, the stripper to the top of the wheels so you know how much you need to have in there. Then you um start your thermostat and you can take the wheels out again, but you don't want to start the thermostat without having stripper in it. Uh, and you can set it to 180 to 200. I would start at 180 and it takes a few hours to heat up. And you'll find, as you use it, you'll find the best temperature. Uh, 180 to 200 is optimal. And we're finding that the more, the more um, stubborn strippers require 200 degrees. 
But again, you're not pulling a lot of amps. You're not increasing your electricity bill. We had one person that switched to our tank um, for his business, and he said he was saving almost $1,000 a month in electricity. Wow. And that's that's what Benko wants to be, wants to be the right. answer, wants to be the team player. We want to help you make money um, because there are so many costs in running a business. So anywhere you can be more efficient and have some cost savings, it, it really speaks to the bottom line. Well, I'll tell you, I, you know, when we looked at this earlier, uh, I hadn't, I just, you know, we were just kind of getting a game plan on this uh, podcast and what we were going to cover. But now that I, I'm looking at this um, tank a little bit more, I'm seeing some very interesting details that to me are, 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 makes me realize that you put a, a put a lot of thought into not just making this a nice looking design for uh, a tank. Okay. So you've got this like, um, it, you know, fold over kind of a drip. I, it's not really a drip container or anything, but it's nice that this kind of folds over so that when, if a drip does happen or comes by, you can actually have it just drip over instead of drip into the behind the, the stainless or, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't well, get stuck. Right. Well, and it's all sealed on top. Um, right. So right. there's, we, we tried to minimize any point of entry for moisture because the inner tank is steel and it's jacketed with stainless with two inches of insulation around the whole thing. And then four inches of insulation on the top. Mm -hmm. We also were, uh, had heard complaints about people not being able to move their tank in their facility. Yes. That was the other so, thing I was going to say right here. Yeah, we lifted it so that you could get a forklift under it, a pallet jack, and move it around where you need it. Yeah. And that made a big difference. And then as far as the heating element is concerned, it comes with a cord that comes out of the, um, the power box. And then you'll just have to have an electrician hook it up to your 30 right. amp. And since everybody's region is different, it wasn't like we could supply a plug or anything like that. We just had to supply the wires. And it's a simple, it's just... It's a pretty simple installation. Yes, I love this. I think it's great. And I think you've also considered, um, and let's look at some more pictures here. So this uh, is the rinse tank. So you would put the wheel on there. This is what we need. Oh my gosh, I am so tired of the mess with it all because right now we're just using a simple utility uh, um, and it's too small. Like it's just, it was just something bought at Home Depot. It's just mm -hmm. a utility uh, sink, um, you know, and we need something more specific to our needs. Um, well, what's what nice about the EcoStrip, you take your, your wheel out of this tank mm -hmm. and, um, you know, as always, so that you don't lose product, allow your stripper to, to drip back into your strip tank then you move it to this table and you can rinse it with a high pressure rinse. Now yeah. with B17, the original B17, the methylene chloride based product, you need, a, you need a, a secondary water, you need a secondary tank for your water bath. Yeah. Because the purpose of that water bath is to neutralize any acids. And so right. that's a very important step before you rinse because then you're gonna have um, better results. You're going to have, it's safer for the environment and everything else. 
in the video that we're going to watch and this back thing is so cool because you know it you do get splatter every now and then mm -hmm. um and stuff like that too okay what's this okay so that's the there's your rack the rack that goes in and that's out. your rack so yeah. people that do a lot of wheels the wheels fit right in there you can put yeah. them you can lie them down stand them up i suggest standing them up right um but you can stand them up in rows like oreo cookies but also because it has a basket type bottom it has an expanded metal bottom for people that are doing small parts whether they're yeah. working on motorcycles atvs anything like that you can put it in there and you're not going to lose it in your tank and it fits so securely that it's not like it, it could fall off the side and get caught in the tank at all right you know? that is so critical um and i hope people will be able to see this on the screen because um this kind of really gets the visual going for you on your next setup or changing or switching up your setup for this um system to you know if you've been stripping for a while you know some of the uh some of the consequences to using the 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 methylene chloride but this really could be uh a new way to uh to really get, uh, or at least, you know, maybe become your new way of doing things. You can still have the regular B17, um, you know, uh, set up with the the container, the yellow container. I always forget the name of these things. The, the oh, the B. overpack drums. Yeah, the overpack drums. That's what they're called. Um, I I don't think you'll ever lose the need to yeah. have some B17 on hand with an overpack drum just because there's sometimes there's impossible things right um, exactly and then you just you can't get you can't get around it um but you know and we just we just bought another building because we've been growing so much and it's mm -hmm. just down the street and we're gonna have the fabrication shop in there and that will enable us to offer alternatives for the rack you know uh, we're going to have options for people we have our standard tank and then we've made some bigger tanks we made one that was about 90 inches long and um that turned out great i don't have a oh yeah i do have an image scroll down a little bit that one that video. was that was the long one oh here's and a better then, video of the piece yes, we were just looking at there's the okay. ease ease and opening up that top yeah that's nice and it's yeah it's solid it's like a freezer type top you know commercial freezer it is. Type top. Yeah. all right and then the next image there's a tank with the rack in front of it the next one down i believe okay let me this one okay yeah, yeah. and that is that was the extra large tank and that was the extra large rack okay and the um the first image that we looked at with the the Benko name that was the the big beam that went across and hooked onto the bottom of that tank to pull it out. It was in two pieces. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So That's cool. That one. Yeah. And they're very strong. Um, so as I was saying, with our new our new building, we'll be able to offer many options and give people choices on their rack system or their lift system or their hoist. And if they require um, venting or hoods that go with their system, we can easily do that as well. Uh, every, every town has different regulations on what they need. So a lot of that is so custom that we, we don't, 
offer it unless it's, you know, we sit down with our fabricator and we have a meeting and it's not something that the client can get um, a more cost-effective price from an HVAC person. It's, mm -hmm. it, it needs to be explored because it's, we're not in it to, to build a huge price tag. We're in it to help somebody have an efficient business that doesn't, doesn't break the bank. Right, exactly. Um, so uh, can you talk about the hoist? Like what, um, what kind of, are they the manual kind or are they electronic or how are you? You can do either one. We do okay. have an electronic one um, that would be set on an I-beam on top mm -hmm. you know, with a, a gantry system and an I-beam and that can be pulled out. The gantry system can be on wheels. Um, so there, there are many options to do that. And I'll have those probably in the next 60 days. Yeah. Okay, good. We'll definitely share us awesome. an update or something. I can put it Absolutely. in our coder news. Um, or you can just come on, pop in and come on sure. back. <laughs> you know, um, you know, uh, one of the things we kind of touched on on episode nine, uh, the first time you came on, which is everything you need to know about stripper um it, it is by far one of the most downloaded shows we've ever done on the podcast it continues to be uh one of the you know it, it continues to generate clicks and downloads and stuff like that because it is such a um a, just such a need to know kind of thing especially if you're getting into this business or maybe you've been in it and you're ready to you know you want to stop blast, you know, just doing all blasting and want to kind of help your blasting out and make it easier by stripping things first. Um, so one of the things I wanted to ask you was when, you know, you're dealing with small spaces, because when guys are just getting started, they may not have the size unit or can afford the size unit that they really need for their business. So they have to really plan out and make sure that their square footage is you know, that they've designated enough space for everything, especially when choosing a new location. So I want to talk to you about, um, you know, obviously with an overpack drum, um, you know, you don't need that much space with this uh, new tank um, and e-strip situation. What kind of, you know, space or minimal or maximum space would you need to kind of get it going, you know? Um, what, what kind of, how much space do you need for something like this? I mean, I know tank sizes vary, but you know. Right, take the standard tank. Um, the standard tank is going to take up about a 75 inch long space. Let's call it a 42 inch wide or, you know, from front to back. And it's about 42 inches tall. It's going to require that much space at least. Um, and then you'll need to be able to work around it. So depending on how you, um, have a rinse situation, you know, the rinse table is just a little bit smaller, obviously, not quite as deep, but it just depends on how you set yourself up. And we're happy to help anybody that has questions. We're thinking about, well, actually, we're going to the SEMA show, and I'm anxious to collect thoughts and information because I think some people would like to have a two-wheel tank, a little square one Yeah, that would be easy to work with. So we're, 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 looking at that option as well but there were so many demands for just you know let's do at least four wheels at a time so we can get them done situation that that's where we went but there's something we we kind of skipped over we're so good at jumping around <laughs> um 
the um, I want to talk about the sludge, the sludge in the B17E. It is yes, far that different. was that it, was shocking to me. So yes, go ahead, talk about that. It is far different than the sludge that you um, create with B17. B17, you know, it, it delaminates the um, the coating from the substrate and it leaves it in sheets. Right. Um, this all it does is it creates a murkiness in your stripper. And you will notice after you strip so many wheels that your, your level is coming up, but it's the murkiness in there. So we suggest because what happens is that then coats the bottom where the, the heat is um, transferring is that you close your tank, you shut your tank down and let it cool off. And then you remove the good stripper from the top with a pump, put it in a secondary container, you know, or the original drums it came in. Okay. Let it sit there. And then you can remove your sludge. We have on the bottom of, on the opposite side of the heater, there are two big two inch valves that you can scrape your sludge out and put it into trays and then allow it to dry. And then once you get that cleaned out, close it all up again, put your stripper, your good stripper that you had siphoned off the top, Mm -hmm. put that back in and then top it off replenish more product um same thing just replenish mm -hmm. turn it on again and it will you will notice that the effectiveness goes up considerably because you know as there's more sludge you kind of lose it's you lose time it takes a little bit longer mm -hmm. to strip and a right. longer strip and then um we're well aware of the fact that at those temperatures you are going to lose there's going to be some fallout of some of the chemical that's just the nature of the chemical so we do have a booster additive that um, you just call us and you say, this is what's happening to my machine. I, you know, I cleaned it out. I did what you told me, but it's still not up to where I want it to be. And then all we have to do is send you out a five gallon and it's a ratio of a uh, 10%. Okay. And that's so it's it. just an additional additive um, mm -hmm. that you can do to boost it. Yes. That's kind of like maintaining like a pool. If you've ever maintained exactly. a pool, it's kind of like you always have to. Is there any other kind of testing? I know with some other competitor uh, products and stuff that are out on the market, there's a lot of like chemical level testing or chemical, mm -hmm. you, you know what I'm saying? Like they have yes. to constantly check uh, that. It, do you have to do any of that in the interim or is it just that you realize that it's taking a little longer it's, to strip It's slowing things? down. When it's slowing down, it's time to clean it and then replenish. And if it's still not as fast as you want it to be, but I'd say, 60% of the people say it is, you know, it goes right back up to normal. Yeah. Um, then we send the so there's not really any kind of additional. There's really no need testing. to. Um, yeah. We understand what chemicals are in there. We understand right. what's going to fall out after a certain time at 180 to 200. So there's, there's no need to test it because we've got a pretty clear indication of what it needs mm -hmm. based on the chemist's knowledge. And that's, I think that's a benefit due to the fact that they don't have to wait. They don't have to send their sample out. They don't have to right. wait for reply. They don't have to wait because, you know, time is money. You've got to keep going. Amen. <laughs> you know, it is. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's really about workflow and, and then, you know, rework sometimes can really bugger up your powder coating game in, in the sense that if something didn't come out as well out of the oven, you've got to go back and start from, you know, ground, you know, ground zero, right? Mm -hmm. So um, one of the things, um, for instance, 
you know, some rims are painted. Um, not everything is powder coated these days, um, particularly like the Euro rims, uh, BMWs, Mercedes and stuff. Um, and I don't know if you can answer this question. So if you can't, you can't. But have you, is there a difference that you've noticed with the B17E product um, in terms of the length of time uh, for these, you know, seven layer finishes on these exotic rims or uh, Euro rims? It, it is, you know, as we all know, if we're using B17 now, uh, they do take a little longer to strip than other type of painted rims, aftermarket rims that are on the market now. Have you, do you know an estimated time or um, can you talk about times on stripping and stuff like uh, that? Yes, you know, and, and it varies, of course, depending on the wheel, depending on the density of the paint, the powder, whatever, and the, the stubbornness of that. But I have to say, um, and let me see, I'm gonna do my little cheat sheet here because I've gotten a report from some of the people that have stripped. And they said that some of those uh, three layer, three and four layer, three layer and two layer silver coat, uh, they'll take three and a half to four hours of Porsche. Audi epoxy took four hours at 190. Yeah, and that's four rims. You know, if we're doing, if you've got an overpack drum and you're just doing, can only do one rim at a time, I mean, it's basically oh, a half a day's work, right? Mm -hmm. So right. that seems fair enough. I mean, that's a, that's a terrific answer because, um, you know, you're not losing anything by switching to out of B17 and into this, you know, uh, this newer pro, you know, this E product. Yeah. And that, that's positive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the EcoStrip, you know, there there are some people that have no choice that are going to have to, depending on where they live in the in the country, just right. due to, to city and county and state regulations. Um, and I and I'm really proud to say that it is a great alternative, and it works really well. And we have we have financing available for our customers. Oh wow! Okay. Yes. We have independent financing companies that'll come in. And if, and if they want to set up a payment plan in advance with us, we can talk about that as well. Um, so there, there are many options to keep, to keep, venture, keep the venture going. I, I, I'm sold <laughs> already because, you know, um, had a, a good friend, Jimmy O'Malley, shout out to Jimmy. He's in Facebook jail right now. Um, but he got just a little bit down the glove, unfortunately. Uh. So, I mean, you know, he showed pictures of his arms and, you know, nobody, you can't take those things off fast enough to get the water on them. And then the, 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 that silver cream, or I have it right here. Uh, the calcium gluconate cream. Yes. Yes. Um, which you can actually That does get a great order. job stopping yeah. the acid burn. Yeah. Uh, and that's one other thing I want to say too, because I, it's just kind of a little tip that. I came up with because I ended up, you know, I think I said this in episode nine, but I'll say it again. I had, it wasn't from stripper, but it was, I burned myself um, pouring coffee and mm -hmm. the coffee was like really hot. And I burned, I uh, had like second degree burns on my hand. And of course ended up um, at the doctor's office right away that morning. And, you know, the doctors have like the good stuff, right? So the higher percent of silver and everything. So 
Um, just my tip is that go, you know, uh, go to your doctor, call your doctor, make an appointment, or just do a telemed kind of, and just explain to them that, you know, you, you don't have to make an insurance claim or anything, but you're just being preventative and ask for a prescription of that really good uh, expensive cream as a preventative measure in case it happens to you. You know, you don't have to get into detail about too much about what you're doing or how you're, you know, because you don't want to give it all away to your doctor, but just let them know that you are working around chemicals and um, that you have been burned by it before and, and that you'd like to have some cream on hand in case, you know, of emergency. And it's, I'm sure you could get a prescription for it um, just to have it on hand as a preventative measure. But right. that's just and, my tip for the day, you know. And that's a good tip. And we have calcium glucidate here at Benco, and we can we can send you some too if you want to have some on hand. Yeah. Now keep in mind the B17, you you you'll if it gets on your skin, you'll have acid burns. It will burn you. But your the EcoStrip product, the heated product, the only burn that you'll get from that is heat, because it's at 100 and 80, right. 200 degrees. Right. But as far as the chemical is concerned, there's no acid, so it will not it will not burn you the way B17 will. And what about um, does the B17 as it heats up or the E product uh, does it have a different smell than the uh, regular uh, methylene chloride? Uh, what you smell in B17 are the acids primarily. Okay. The methylene chloride doesn't have a horrible smell. Um, but the acids do. They don't. They don't smell pretty. Um, the EcoStrip does have an odor to it. We do add a uh, odor reducer or odor masking mm -hmm. type. But as far as the odor in your shop, the only time you're going to smell it is when your the top of your tank is open. Okay. When you pull your tank down and you latch it, and it has the big thick rubber seal around the outside, you you won't smell it very much at all. Okay. I wanted to share my screen again and um, and just kind of watch the video. Uh, this is the one that's on your website, um, the video of the guy. And I, I believe he, he is using the B17 Eco Strip. Can you yes, see my screen there? Um, yes. And okay, I think so. he was stripping a Dodge Durango and he said it took a little bit under two hours. Okay. Just under two hours, he said. Just under two hours is what yeah. he says in the video. And it's, um, he'll begin rinsing it. It's an easy rinse. It comes oh, out. it's an Audi. Yeah, so that's uh -huh. that Euro. Uh -huh. now wait till, yeah, wait till he turns it to the side and you'll see how clean it comes out. There's no oily residue, nothing. Mm -hmm. um, wow. Yeah, it, it really works nicely. And it helps to have that um, power washer, huh? Pressure washer helps. Yeah. Um, we are designing some functions in the rinse table that will have um, some jets. Yeah, and he's not even wearing like gloves or anything. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, just to not even have to put on gloves. It's just one more. Right. Like I said, of... the only thing that'll hurt you is the heat of it. Right. Let's talk about these farmer girls, Valerie. One of them kind of looks like you. <laughs> <laughs> no. no. Um, we started out 
with the bomber girl for the eco strip. And I think she's delightful. Um, you know, it was, it was, it's kind of honoring the art of that era. Yeah. And we don't want people to look at it, anything other than the art, you know, it's, it's just, it's cool. So we, but we're making stickers for this and actually we're going to be planning a, a name our girl, name our bomber girl contest. Oh, I love it. So that'll be coming up as well. Um, but the, I have some t-shirts right now with eco strip lady on it, a real big image on the back. And it says the mother of all eco strippers. And then now we're introducing our B17 girl. Um, she's new. The artist, if you go back one notch on that Instagram, you can meet our artist, Jeff. He is the person that designed these girls. He's a very interesting person. He, um, his real job other than drawing our bomber girls is he is a tattoo artist for um, women that have had mastectomies. Really? Wow. Yes. And so he helps a lot of people feel like they've been put back together. Oh, but that's um, awesome. delightful individual and a phenomenal artist. So we'll, we'll have more people coming out. We'll have more girls um, for our wood stripping and everything else. And it'll all be this wonderful flavor of art. I love it. I, I love how you're, you're, this is phenomenal just to be able to brand it like this in this way. And, um, you know, honor your brand, honor uh, some history, and mm -hmm. and and get customers involved uh, in in loving B, you know, B seventeen and Benko even more. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's it's a great. Of course, you know, I shared with you earlier uh, my own story about my mom, and uh, she actually was the first woman at North American to uh, win an award for an invention. And um, she uh, won $1,500, which if you, I guess if you equate that with inflation, that was probably that was enough lot. for a down payment on a house. Yes. And um, uh, they made a big thing with it. She got to meet uh, the CEO and um, basically her invention was made out of a coffee can lid. And, um, what was it used for? So basically the B-52 bombers were, because they were dropping bombs, they were actually heavily, you know, they were empty inside, but they had a lot of wires. They were the most wired up uh, aircraft at that time. Um, that's what made mm -hmm. them so different. And part of it was just all automation with wires and triggers and, and electronics and stuff. And the, they had a lot of women working on there. I don't know if that was a reason for the invention, but, you know, working with wires anywhere, it, you know, they get tangled up really easily mm -hmm. and um, different wires had to go down different parts of the belly of the plane or along the walls and stuff. And it was, you know, it was easy to tangle these wires. And a lot of these wires, it was like many, many wires all together in one. And what she told me, I never saw the invention. There is a picture of it um, with her, but I never saw it. Um, but the way she described it to me was that the, the it was a dial type device that had basically different hole size holes. Mm -hmm. um, and each hole, you could thread the wires through and keep it all together. Uh, uh, so that the wires didn't get tangled going down the planes, you know, and in, in, in so mm -hmm. that on the other end of the plane where you had to connect it, it would be all together. 
right? Uh, wow. it would, you know, you'd, you'd be able to, the electrician then could kind of know where everything is. I guess, I don't know if tape just wasn't used or uh, there, you know, there wasn't any other kind of tie. I, I'm not sure what the situation was or the problem mm -hmm. was, but whatever it was, it was so extraordinary and game changing. Of course, you know, other than the, you know, the $1,500 reward, uh, uh, that was given out, you know, it was like they owned, I guess, her device or whatever. So who knows how much millions they made, but <laughs> she actually went on to work for, uh, work on the Apollo mission and work, continue to work for, um, you know, after the war, she worked for North American, which was a big, huge, uh, mm. contractor for NASA. So anyways, very proud of my mom. Yeah. I'm really uh, that. yeah. That's fantastic. That's so great. Let's talk about trucking for a minute. I know um, you were having some issues with it, right? Yes, I think the whole world is having issues with trucking and shipping. Um, not only is it difficult for us to get our finished product on trucks, you know, to our customers, it's difficult to get our raw materials on trucks to come to us because there's, there's such a demand and there aren't enough truckers. And so we've been, having we usually try to turn things around really quickly but there's been a lot of lead time issues lately and we're facing that that challenge and come overcoming that challenge as best we can we do have at one point in time we had four truck drivers for benco that went out throughout the united states but over time the trucking industry has changed so much we're down to one driver one driver to deliver product and then i have one driver that's dedicated to our to getting raw materials on tankers. So um, with, with that, we're managing it as well as possible. Um, yeah. It's just um, kind of part of what it is right now. And, um, you know, it just kind of just lets everyone know to consider lead times in everything, powdering, powder yes. ordering, um, ordering chemicals and products from you. Um, you know, you just have to, it's just kind of what needs, that you need to get your head around or understand how we are today. I'm sure you're seeing it as well. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, on an island, everything has always been about shipping, right? Um, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm sure people are very well aware, aware of that for me and, and here at the shop and stuff like that. But do you have any, I mean, we've got the Roscoe, you know, everybody hears the, the video or the soundbite um, commercial that you have mm -hmm. on our show. At the end of every one, we say, you know, save 10% when you mention Ross Coat. Yes. Um, do you have um, any other pr products or promotions? Um, what can they get with that Ross Coat uh, coupon code? Well, um, the coupon code was originally for 10%. Um, and I think that we're going to mix it up a little bit and will if they mention Roscoe, we'll surprise them with a shirt or a refrigerator magnet of one of our bomber girls or a sticker or something like that so they can be okay. surprised yeah and you know we like that that little mini speaker <laughs> oh that's right the mini speakers all right those were a big hit at put christmas it, time put an extra order in there for ross he loves his okay. mini speaker <laughs> all right we'll do that he can't even believe how small this thing is like the size of like the bottom of a coffee cup and it it gives off like incredible <laughs> yeah, great sound 
Yeah, it gives up great sound. Really good quality. Yes. Um, maybe we can go in on a promo product or something with that uh, okay. next year. But anyways, um, go follow uh, Benko Sales on Instagram. Where else? Your BenkoSales.com. Oh, yeah, our website, uh, website is BenkoSales.com. We have web, we have Instagram and a Facebook. I have a new social media person that's that's joined right. us. Yes. And um, so please expect more interesting and more quantity of posts and things like that. She's pretty good about getting back to people when they uh, ask questions or you know respond to yeah. an ad or a, a clip. So um, what is it called? A post or a, a post. story? Excuse me. <laughs> dating myself um so she's pretty good about getting back to them and uh just bear with us as we grow we're doing our best to take care of all of our customers that's awesome um well it's been so great to have you today uh uh you know if you have any questions about benko or ever put it in the comments um in the youtube channel or on the podcast page, and um, we'll make sure that if um, if it's not been covered today in today's video, we'll uh, make sure that Valerie gets those questions and she'll you know can respond to them, uh, or we'll help her respond to them for you. So uh, have a great day. Um, hope you have a, a productive powder coating week, and we'll see you next time. Aloha. Yeah, thank you. <laughs>